today's scripture reading is from the book of Habakkuk, the second chapter, the first to the fifth verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. Indeed, wine betrays him. He is arrogant and never at rest. Because he is as greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied, he gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. This is the word of the Lord. Uh, last time we examined Habakkuk's resolve to, to wait for God's response to his passionate complaint. How those that practice wrong not only seem to get away with things, but have now become the means by which God will punish his children. Again, um, not only do the, 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 the evildoers, the, 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 the wicked, that's a good word, the wicked, uh, they, not only do they seem to get away with stuff, they seem to be prospering, you know? It's like cheaters never prosper. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like you need to meet some of the ones that I know. It's like they seem to be doing pretty good. Uh, they, they, they really do. They, they, those cheaters are prospering. But not only are you going to use those that are prospering, but you're going, not only they seem to be prospering, but they then become the implements of judgment in my life. Okay, I know I've done wrong, but I don't need the neighbor down the street who's done wrong, more wrong than I have, to come down and spank me. You know, it's just like, you know, hey, you know, my parents, it's good enough, my parents can spank me. We have a relationship with my parents, me, my parents and I. We have a relationship. They get the privilege of spanking me. I get that. But they don't get the privilege of spanking me. Well, in this case, hey, well, not so much, Habakkuk, because that's who God is using, the Babylonians. And they, the equivalent in today's term for you, um, God is using them to punish his children. So as... as uh, Habakkuk said, after making his complaint, he's laid everything before God, and he said, okay, all right, I said enough. I'll take my post. I'll position myself on the fortress. I will keep watch to see what the Lord says to me and, he will, and how he will respond to my complaint. So again, in typical Hebraic poetic style, Habakkuk is basically saying the same thing, two things, twice. First, he says that he's going to take his post. He will position himself in the right place. And again, as we were sharing before, what is that? It's the rampart. It's the, it's the fortress. It's the citadel. It's the highest part of the, of the complex where I can see for a great distance. I want to position myself in a way so I can see what God is getting ready to say. So, so, so my challenge, my admonition, my, my encouragement to you do you have those places in your life, in your time, and in your physical space? Do you have those times 
where you have a place where you can see what God is saying to you. See, a lot of times we don't because, you know, the times we, we, we have uh, set aside to see God, the phone rings. The, 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 I get a text message. Um, uh, the TV pops on all by itself. I don't know what it is. You know, it's just things happen, and I, I, I am out of, I'm, it, very quickly I'm out of the opportunity, the position to receive what God has said. See, as I said, it, it could be that Habakkuk is talking symbolically waiting, but I really believe he was going into that position. He was looking for a position where, where I can, okay, let me, let me get to a still, quiet place where I can really hear what God is getting ready to lay on me. See, he's watching. And again, the word watch, it's in the active tense. And it's, just, it's not talking about just aimlessly gazing, as a lot of times we do. It's like, or, or, or you know, our spouses catches us. It's like, are you listening to me? Huh? Uh, yeah, 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 I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did I just say? Oh, shoot. Oh, gosh. Now you're going to call me on that. It's like, no, no, he's actively watching to hear. I'm watching to hear what God is getting ready to say. So do you have that place? Do you have that opportunity where you go and you can get away from the little ones, from the noise of life, where you can get in a relationship with God? If you don't, I encourage you to get there sooner rather than later because otherwise the noise of life will crowd that out. So he's waiting. And so here we go. I know you guys have just been waiting for this. Second verse, then the Lord replied. Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. What I don't want us to do is to think that after the period of verse 1, to the, then the Lord replied, is like, oh, that happened like in five seconds. It may have happened in five seconds. Somehow, I don't think so. Uh, but there was a period of time where Habakkuk made his complaint, sat down, waited, and then God replied. If we're not careful, we want an answer to whatever it is we're complaining about before we get off our knees. Okay, God, you heard me now. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's about four to, it's four to noon right now. Uh, what's the deal? <laughs> You're God. You speak stuff into existence, right? Right. Okay. Come, so speak something into existence. You know the situation I'm in. I want you to fix it. Now, did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? I, I prayed. God, okay, we, we, we have a failure to communicate. I prayed. Did you hear me? I prayed. I was sincere in my prayer. I really meant what I prayed. I'm off my knees now. Do you see me? Do, do, do you see me? Do you see my situation? Do, do you see where I'm at? Do you see that, that I have more month than money? Do, do, you, do you see that uh, my children are getting Fs on their report cards? And I've been praying that they do better, and I'm trying to tutor them, and they're, they're just, it's, do you see me? Do you see my situation? 
the Lord replied. When did he reply? I don't know. He replied. We sing the song. We, some of us believe it. I, you know, I, you know, I, I have trouble with that myself sometimes. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. No, if, if truth be told, the Lord doesn't come always when I want him, and I really wish half the time he would have come sooner than when he did. That's, that's really what I mean. That's, that's, that, that's, okay, God, you've made your point. I get it. I get it. You've made your point. Okay, okay. Can we fast forward now? Can, can, can you? You've been in those times. I, I don't know. We don't, we, don't, we don't spank kids anymore because they could, the CPS would be on you. Um, but there was almost like a rhythm sometimes to spanking with parents back in the day. Back in the day. It, it, it was like, uh, didn't I tell you? See, you had the same parents I did, you see. I told you, can you just, come on, mom, so stop, stop. It's like, can you like, like three or four word sentences? That'll be fine. You know, you don't need a paragraph. I get it. I understand, okay? Let's cut to the chase. You don't understand what point I'm trying to make. And that's why, you know, they say, you know, the beatings will continue until morale pr- improves. You know, you see that at, the, at, at your job, the little joke. There's some truth in that. Things in our life keep happening because we haven't, we haven't received the message that was part of the, the delivery process. The time out that God has given us apparently wasn't long enough. We need another time out. We, we, we need more time. So don't assume that the time between the end of verse 1 and the beginning of verse 2 was the brief pause we get after a period. Okay, so Habakkuk prayed and he got an answer. We don't know when he got the answer. And the problem with that is if the pause is too long, see, we can, we can, we can, we can do some damnable things in our own lives. Say, okay, all right, God, I prayed about it. Now, now that I prayed about it, let me go ahead and start doing some things. Well, you just prayed about it. You said you're going to wait on the Lord. You said you're going to wait to see what he says about your situation and about your complaint. But if I'm not careful, I'll quickly get up from my knees and I'll start to go do something that God did not, he, he, know, he no more co-signed on that than, than I can fly. But we're doing stuff. Well, see, see, I'm operating in the realm of faith. You know, we, we put whatever spin we want to put on that. And it's like, no, you do need a timeout. You need to sit and you need to wait and you need to listen to what God is saying to you. One thing that I, that, that I, I, I know this, and every, every good man ought to say, man, if you find a woman in your life that loves God, that I mean that really loves God, you better listen to her. If you find a woman that really loves God, I'm all the men now, that really loves God, you better listen to her because she loves God with all our heart, soul, and mind. She's going to love you, and she's going to have only your best interest in mind. So when she tells you, it's like, slow your roll. 
calm down. It ain't that serious. He said, you, 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 you better listen. You better you, you recognize, you know. You, just, you, just, you better do something about that. But look at verse 2. The first two verbs, and this is not an English class, but I mean this stuff is so deep, so important. The first two verbs of God's response are imperatives. God commanded the prophet to what? Write down the revelation and make it plain. I'm going to give you something. Here's your job. Can you handle it? Can, can, is, is this beyond your skill set? Take good notes and make it bold. Make it plain. Don't use fancy words. Don't, 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 don't get caught up in all of the, 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 the stuff, if you will, the, the religiosity of life, if you will. He said, there are two reasons why. I like how the NIV put it. It's like, I want you to write it down, and I want you to make it plain on tablets. So it could be, one translation is, that the herald, the one who's proclaiming the news, may run with it. So as this person is running, extra, extra, read all about it. God is about ready to give the word for today. That could be, that could be it. Um, another school of thought is, write it down in big, big block letters so it can be read not so much read by the herald, but read by those that the herald passes. So as I'm running through life, what am I saying? I'm saying that as you go through life, see, this, this, this really gets back to our, 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 our unhealthy eschatological desire to be me up Jesus. That God has placed you where he has placed you for a reason, and we are doing our best to get out of there so quick Oh God, this is boy, this is this is Nineveh. This is this is Babylon. This is this is just an awful place. And God is saying, Why do you think why do you think I have you here? Why why do you think you're here? Because the only gospel that they will probably ever see or receive is your life. And we're so in a hurry to I gotta get out of here. I got to go, got to go, got to go. And God is like, no, I want you right there. Stay there. Stay, stay. I want you to make your life clear. I want you to write it down, you know, and God said, I'm going to write something on your heart. And I want, I want you to make it plain. I want, I want you to, to, to live out this gospel message in a way that people can see and relate to. Big block letters. Making it plain. See, so regardless if, the message, if it's the messenger or those that are passing, the point is that the message that God has is to be presented in a certain way, written on tablets, written on tablets. What is, what's so important about that? Well, there's, there's some permanence. He didn't say write it on sand. He, he said write it down on tablets, on clay, on stone, something, there's some permanence. The message I'm going to give you, it was good 2,000 years ago. And guess what? It's good in 2013. The message hasn't changed. I haven't changed. I'm God. I change not. See, that, that, that's what God is saying. And I want you to make it visible to everyone else. Say, 
If we're not careful, we can present a message, and again, really hear what I'm saying. If we're not careful, we can present a message that really isn't the gospel. We can, we can complicate what the gospel is all about. I like what Paul said when he declared to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 2, 2. He says, for I have resolved, I have determined, there's, this is the only one thing I want to do. I've resolved to know nothing else, nothing else uh, while I was with you. Except what? Except Jesus Christ and him crucified. The only thing that's important about this gospel is that Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, came to earth to die for me. And because he died for me, I accept him, then I am resurrected with him. That's it. Everything else is gravy. Everything else is a bonus. So, so we have to be careful that we don't complicate so thing, so things so much that it becomes an impediment to others, particularly those that are weak in Christ, that is like, oh, okay, well, see, if you want to roll with Christians, this is what you got to do. You got to put on this outfit. You got to jump through these hoops. You got to genuflect 50 times before and, 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 and walk backwards, and, and, and then you might be considered worthy enough to walk with us. And Paul is saying, no, the only thing that I want to know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's, that's all. It wasn't written in sand, but in clay and stone. And it wasn't going to be complicated or mystical. It would be so plain that anybody, a sixth grader, a fourth grader, could understand, could understand, Jesus loves me. This I know. Why? Because the Bible said so. Okay, what more do you need to know? Little ones to him belong. They are weak. He's strong. Oh, that's pretty good theology right there. That'll preach right there. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Why? Because the Bible said so. That's, that's, how much, anyway. But before, but before he gives the message, God adds, as, as God can only do, four things that are, at least four things that are being said. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end. It will not prove false, though it linger, wait for it, and it will certainly come and will not delay. There's a specific time determined by God for things to happen. That's one. There's a specific time for things to happen. There's a specific time for things to happen. I don't care how anxious you are. I don't care how much you pound your fist, stomp your feet, that God is going to do what he's going to do when he does it. The start, the beginning, began before the end. With the, beginning, the, the beginning began with the end in mind. The beginning began with the end in mind. The revelation awaits appointed time, and it speaks to the end. I'm God. I got this. Trust me. If you look at my job description, I got this. What is it I have? There are no tomorrows in heaven. There are no yesterdays in heaven. Before the whole panorama of time, beginning, middle, end, we, we live in time and space. We, live, we have to go through the process of aging, getting old, passing, 
passing information on from generation to generation. God is outside of that. So when God makes a pronouncement, he already knows. He, he just, look, look, beginning, middle, end, it's, it's inconsequential to me. So when I say something is going to happen, when it's going to happen, I already know the result, and that was the whole point of me starting the start. When you start out down a path, you have no idea. See, they, they, they say humans are the only ones when we're lost, we run faster. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not suggesting you go into the forest and you, you do that. Uh, but I have done that. I actually have fourth grade. Uh, that's why I'm so traumatized now. Fourth grade up in Coloma. Got lost at the Sutter's Mill. Got lost. And boy, didn't I run faster. Lost. Lost. And I ran faster in my lostness. See, see, that's what we do. Just as confused and dazed and don't know yesterday from tomorrow up from down. And what do we do? We run faster. We do whatever we do. We just do it more quickly. Well, see, see, the problem was if it wasn't what I did, I should do more of it. Or I should do it quicker. I did it more frequently. I just, it's like, no, 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 no. Third, you may think God is taking his dear sweet time to answer, but wait for it. Though it linger, wait for it. And fourth, you can bet the farm, Habakkuk, that what I'm going to say will happen just when I say it will happen. See, Habakkuk, like me, needed to learn to wait. See, God's time isn't man's time. Just like Habakkuk, we want our answers immediately. He wanted God to punish the Babylonians and to put an end to evil and oppression right then and there. God said that he had an appointed time for all of this to happen, but it wasn't going to happen when you wanted it. It wasn't going to happen immediately, but there's an appointed time when things are going to happen. Trust me on this. As one theologian put it, Habakkuk, like all of us, was living between the times, between the promise and the fulfillment. See, Habakkuk, like us, we have to wait for God to act. We're not good at waiting. We're not good at waiting at all. At all. At all. We don't, again, I'm telling you, it's like if you're on the freeway, someone's slow. Well, at least in my car. It's like, nope, got to move to the next lane. I got to get there at least 30 seconds quicker. You know, a lot can happen in those 30 seconds. You know, you're in the checkout line. You're, you're trying to game the basket. And it's like, okay, you know, who's, who's the quicker checker? You got 20 items. You got 10. I don't know. And you make those decisions. Trying to game the system. Trying to figure out how you can get where you're trying to get more quickly. Because those 30 seconds... God forbid that I lose those 30 seconds in life. You know, I, I, I want, so that's hard for us. We just don't want what we want. We want it now. I'm not waiting for nothing. Be it a job, a, a spouse, a house, wheels. I'm not wait. Why should I wait? Why should I wait? Cattle on a thousand hills are his. Speaks things into existence. What do I need to wait for? What, what, tell me, somebody tell me why do I need to wait? Why shouldn't I have what I want right now? Isn't he God? Isn't he my, isn't he my father? Am I his child? Is he not? Then gimme, 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 gimme. And then what do we do? We get so tired of those kids, it's like, go take a time out. You annoy me. Go away. Ooh, see, we could see that in our kids. We can't see that in us. Amen. Amen. 
we can't, we can't see it, and we, 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 we do that. It's hard for us. As the message version reads, verse 3, this vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait, and it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come right on time. If it seems slow in coming, wait. 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 It's on its way. It will come right on time. See, and the word translated aches gives the idea of a message that like a runner, for those of you runners in the house, it's like you're panting. You're breathing hard. You're, you're just, man, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. So the message is, is coming hard for the end. The message is, is it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. God has sent his message, and it's panting after the end. I don't understand, God, why you put me through this. Why do I need to wait? It's coming. It's coming. Okay, it's not fair. Why, God, do you do what you do? Well, I'm glad you asked. God begins his response with an answer, you see. You see, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright. But the righteous person will live by his or her faithfulness. The enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. Those that are going about their lives, doing their thing, seeming to prosper, all of those, the, 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 the cheaters that are prospering, seeming to live the good life, they are arrogant, egotistical, self-absorbed, greedy, evil, and probably your neighbor. Uh, but, but on the other hand, the righteous person operates in the realm of righteousness. The righteous person operates in the realm of righteousness. What are you saying? See, it's not faithfulness in yourself. See, that's what everybody else is doing. You have faith in yourself. I got mad skills. I've been to, I've been to school. I got a degree or two. You know, I know a few things. See, that's what everybody else does. They depend on the skills that they've got. See, rather, the faithfulness is in God. Well, what do you mean? God is faithful. This is hard to accept. It really is. God is faithful. In order, and in order to operate in the realm that God desires us to operate, the, the, the exchange, the money, the, 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 the means of communication of what's being used in that realm is faithfulness. God is faithful, and in order for us to be everything God desires us to be and to live the life God desires us to live, we have to operate in that realm of faithfulness. See, he's faithful, and he calls for faithfulness on the part of his people. See, God's response dealt—see, see, it's just like a kid. It's just like a kid. You know, your child could be asking for something— and you really know what's going on with them. And so you don't respond to, uh, Mommy, I want, a, I want a donut. Or Mommy, Daddy, I want a cracker or whatever. It's like, no, what the child is really articulating is there's some hunger going on. So I'm not going to give you a donut. I'm not gonna, even going to give you a cracker. What I'm going to do is I'm going to prepare a meal that, that, that you may not think tastes all that good because there's going to be some veggies on there. 
and you'll pick around them and you'll try and do your best to hide the peas and all of that stuff. You'll, you, you'll do all of that. But I'm going to prepare a meal that is wholesome and good for you. See, see, because daddy knows best. Mommy knows best. See, God's response dealt with really what's at the heart of Habakkuk's frustration and, and fears. The New Testament writers quote this verse three times. Three times. In Galatians 3, 11, In Hebrews 10, 38. And in Romans 1, 17, where Paul writes, God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, confirming what Scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before, the person in right standing before God, by trusting him, really lives. We are made right through our faithful living in the one who is right. We are made right in our faithful living with the one who is faithful. It would do me no good to speak to my wife in, in, in Greek or Latin or any other language if she doesn't speak that. It does us no good as believers to speak to God in a way that it will not. It's just like Charlie Brown's teacher. It's just wah-wah, wah-wah, wah-wah. I've asked you to operate, to speak, if you will, in the language of faithfulness. But, but give me, give me, I want, give me. And God is saying, faithful, 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 faithful. It means, as Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, God is faithful, and you were called by him to partnership with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. That alone, I won't even go down that path. But God is faithful, and those that are called to be with him, you are in partnership, a faithful partnership with him. You see, it's a wonderful and beautiful mystery that we as believers, God's children, have a dependent partnership with God. He's God. We're his children. See, I'm almost done. See, there was this nature show. I, I love nature shows. Again, I keep saying, uh, I, I don't know for you guys, Marlon Perkins, The Wild Kingdom. If you remember that, if you're old enough to remember that, then uh, God bless you. Um, but uh, I grew up on that. I grew up on that. And now, full circle, I see myself watching those nature shows now. Most recently on public television, they had this, this leopard, and this leopard had, uh, and leopards are loners, and they had two little cubs. She had two little cubs. One cub, the mother was not at the den, and so uh, there was, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it doesn't matter, but there was, a, there was a, an attacker, I think it was hyenas, that had come to destroy, to kill the little leopard cubs. One cub, it looked so brave. It really did. It, it hunched its back. It hissed. It had a fur on the back of his neck. It was like, eh, eh, you know, just really trying to eh, just, just, just frighten the attacker. Did his best little imitation of mommy. The other one did, as the narrator said, did exactly what the mother 
tried to impart to him. It's like, when you find yourself in these situations, be real still, hunker down, and hide. Weather the storm. You had one cub, <laughs> fighting. It, just, it looked brave. It really looked brave. 30 seconds later, the mother was licking the carcass of the deceased cub. The attacker, the evil one, got the cub. It didn't do what the mother had instructed it to do. The other one, it's thriving. It lived, and it got big, and, it, and, and, it, and prospered, kind of in a sad way, prospered from the fact that mommy didn't have to hunt for two. Mommy only had to hunt for one. I don't know. Take that. I'm sure there's a message in that, too. What's your point? My point is just simply, we can choose to do things our way or we can choose to do things God's way. It's your call. It, it, it's your call. You know, you can, you, 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 you can do things your way or you can do things God's way. See, verse 5, and I, I am closing. God goes on to describe the, the wicked. Indeed, wine betrays him. He's arrogant. He's never at rest because he's greedy as the grave. And like death, he's never satisfied. He gathers himself all the nations and takes people captives. Did you notice in all of this, in, in, in all of this this morning, God hasn't dealt with Habakkuk's complaint? God, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why is this? Why is that? And God is like, let me, let me elevate your concerns about fairness, and let me turn it around. See, Habakkuk, you're asking how long and why I want you to know, just as a child trusts a parent, just as any child would trust a parent who provides shelter, clothing, protection, I want you to trust me. See, it seems we need to redefine terms. We think, we like to think that one day, one day, see, God will settle the score, and actually, truth be told, victory is not someday. What are you saying? What do you mean? Well, well, what I mean is victory is. Victory is. What do you mean? In Habakkuk, God had already decided the solution to the situation he found himself in. I don't care what, solution, what situation you are in. We have a lot of needs. We have a lot of problems in our lives. See, God reminded the prophet of the certainty of the message, but without the promise of meeting Habakkuk's time schedule. The righteous are those who live, whose lives correspond to God's leadership. And thankfully, thankfully, this is good for me, this is good news for me, the righteous aren't perfect. The righteous aren't perfect. The righteous are made righteous because of the one who is righteous. And I get to operate in that realm because I am faithful to a faithful God. See, what it means to be righteous it means that we have to be in relationship with the one who is. Let's pray.